Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Here's a quote from Neville Goddard's lecture, The Game of Life. Now, in order to play the game of life, you must know what you want to replace what you have. When you know what it is, you must assume the feeling that you have it. Yeah, Mike, but I don't even know what I want. I've heard that from uh, six or seven people over the last couple of weeks. One of them was my 20-year-old son, who's looking ahead at all the possibilities that he has in front of him. I'll share what I told my son when he told me that he doesn't know what he wants to do in life. I said, that's crap. You do know what you want. You're getting stuck on the means to get what you want in life. You're looking at the different ways you think are possible for you to get what you want and thinking that you have to pick the right one right now. So much pressure. I chatted with someone in the UAE recently who is, I believe, also in their 20s, who's in the same place as my son, not knowing what they want to do with their life. And they're feeling that pressure. Well, let's let that pressure go right now. We hit a certain age, our late teens or early 20s, and feel we have to hurry up and select the proper career and find a proper mate. <laughs> and why is it the common question that people ask each other? So what do you do? What do you do, Mike? <laughs> Whatever I want. <laughs> you better have a good answer or they'll think you're a failure, right? Well, who the hell says you have to have it all nailed down by the time you're in your mid-20s or in your mid-50s or 60s? <laughs> For those of you who are exploring the inner workings of imagination, manifesting, and tell me that you don't know what you want, I tell you, you really do know. You're just imagining you don't know. You're imagining the confusion you're feeling. There's not a point at which you're not imagining and experiencing the results of your imaginings. There's never a point where you're powerless and subject to outside forces. You're not powerless. You never were. You've only imagined you were. And you're never unloved. You've only imagined you are. The whole notion of lack is a big lie that you've willingly accepted is true. I did. You might be focusing on the means to the end of your desire, your wishes fulfillment, and trying to pick one out of what you think are limited choices for you, given your circumstances, your education, your current credit score. <laughs> but these are just limits and their self-imposed limits. I found some people, when they tell me they don't know what they want, after talking with them, we discover together they really do know what they want, but they just didn't think it's possible. So they confine themselves to just a few normal choices. Neville says over and over in his lectures to imagine boldly. When you're assuming your choices are limited, those few socially acceptable choices are all that will be available to you. But the reasons you believe your choices are limited 
or non-existent or just part of your own story that you carry with you every day. Imagine your life is contained in a book and every morning you grab that book off the nightstand and carry it with you throughout your day, reminding yourself in the previous chapters and why your life is the way it is. And when someone asks you how your day is going, you just hand them the book and say, here, read this. Isn't it time to just toss that book of life <laughs> in the long grass? <laughs> Do what a friend told me. She likes playing with the state of no memory. Today, I'm not bringing anything with me from what I call my past. You know, every day really is a blank slate. Every moment, right now, this is a blank moment. <laughs> we fill it. We fill it in with our assumptions and we dwell in a particular state or states of consciousness. And that state brings about our circumstances. The events of yesterday, last month, 40 years ago, are only with us now because we choose to keep them around. We're our own first responders doing CPR on our old stories, refusing to just let them die. What if today nothing existed from the old story? What if you have no predetermined limits on who you are and who you want to be? What if this moment is all there is with no past to shape your now? This beautiful, exquisite, eternal now. Oh. <laughs> what would you imagine for yourself right now? What would you imagine for yourself if you truly had a blank page on which to write your new story? It's not a what if, it's true. It is a blank page and it's up to you to fill it in. Today's story of you doesn't need a prequel. <laughs> you don't need to bring anything forward to this moment. When my son was listing all the jobs he was considering, I finally stopped him. I could see it in his eyes and hear it in his voice that none of them had anything to do with what he really wanted. He told me what he really wants to do. I knew he knew what he wanted, but he was doubting himself and doubting that that particular dream was even possible for him. So he did what everybody does at some point in their lives, looks around, what is everybody else doing? What's normal? Well, I've got to get a job, a job I freaking hate, and punch a clock, collect enough money to pay my bills, and hopefully have enough over left over to have some fun. And maybe one day, uh, gee, I don't know, because at this moment it's pretty miserable. <laughs> Screw that, that crazy, wild, far out, amazing thing that you want to do or want to be in life is absolutely possible. And if anybody tells you that it's not, eh, maybe don't look to them for advice anymore. <laughs> that stuckness, that Stuck feeling and confusion springs from a misidentification of self. You are imagination. Or fill in your limitless, universe-creating, life-giving force term of choice there. You're it. <laughs> when you're lost in the identity of this imagined self, what we call reality and normal, 
life, yeah, things seem difficult. You are imagining the imagined self. This body and this life of yours is the result of what you're imagining. You're lost in this state of consciousness, believing yourself to be the state and believing the results of the state are caused by others out there somewhere. So from that state of lack, you believe you have to carry the past with you, believe your choices are limited. You believe you have to work through things and find clarity and reprogram your subconscious. You believe you have to defend your beliefs to people you've never met and you probably never will on social media. <laughs> hey, I agree. Life can be awful, depressing, a struggle. When I think I am this imagined self, when I think this is all I've got to work with, life is a drag, man. <laughs> From that point of view, my choices are limited. But these things, these thoughts of limits and lack, spring from my state of consciousness. You say you don't know what you want. I say you really do. And I could come up with a 10-step plan for you to find clarity on what you do want. Find your purpose. The color of your balloon. But I'd rather remind you of the freedom you already have. I'm going to use the G word here. <laughs> you are God. Imagining you are without choice and limited. You're God feeling like you're limited. Feeling the reality of limits and lack. That's how powerful you are. That these little beliefs, your assumptions about yourself in this world become reality for you. Let's start right now. Without focusing on a means to an end, let's just go to the end. What do you want to feel? Because isn't that really what we want? We want money because we want to feel the freedom of choice to be able to do what we want, right? To feel that relief of not having to worry about paying the bills, that feeling of plenty. We want love, too, for that feeling of fulfillment, of union with a uh, seeming other. So what do you want to feel? That's where the power is. You are the unlimited, undefinable, and indescribable, believing yourself to be limited and trapped and miserable. You have absolute freedom to imagine yourself into anything. Just let yourself go with it. Let go of what you think your family will say or whether or not the economy is right or what the political climate is. Your true self is what Neville Goddard calls imagination. Take a few moments today and just lose yourself in yourself, in your imagination. That's real. There's nothing produced in this physical world even in your circumstances and relationships and bank account that isn't created and sustained within your imagination. There is one cause. Be still. That word has a lot of meaning, or those words. It means to be physically still, to go slack, to sink, to loosen your grip. They all apply here. 
loosen the grip you have on your state of consciousness, your present circumstances, and sink down into the experience of who you really are. Be still and know that I am God. Oh, that reminds me, uh, my friend, uh, Dr. Anila Reddy, has a wonderful new, um, well, it's an experience. It isn't a course. She doesn't even teach anything in it. She guides you through an experience of self. It's called Unwind. I did it. I loved it. It's a simple way to discover what Neville calls the first principle. Even if you're thinking, nah, Mike, I got this. I got this whole manifesting thing down. I don't need another program. It's not a program. <laughs> it's, it's all about you. And it only takes about an hour. And I know you'll enjoy it and you'll get something out of it. So check it out if you want. I'm going to put the link to Anila's Unwind in the episode notes. The first principle, be still and know that I am God. That's not some being out there telling you, hey, be still, shut up, pay attention to me, God. Over here, I'm up here. No, to your left, yep, there I am. <laughs> this is you talking to you, your very own imagination, your I amness, be still. Drop trying to do things from the limited point of view, from the limited state of consciousness and experience yourself as God. I love you. I'm feeling twisty. <laughs> <laughs>